0: Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21 Radio. And we are at episode 56, and today we launch into a study of the book of Revelation according to St. John. And just in case you're joining us right now, the pattern that we have studied in Luke 21 Radio, we started with First and Second Thessalonians, and then we moved to Jesus' end times teaching in the Gospels. This was actually done on purpose. Uh, Revelation, in many ways, is more difficult than First and Second Thessalonians and the four Gospels, even though they are difficult. So we really started laying a foundation through studying these other books, and you'll find it very helpful that the things we learned previously, you can now apply to the book of Revelation. So in case you're just jumping in, feel welcome to join us, but you can also play catch-up with the earlier episodes and get keys to understanding biblical prophecy, because I don't want to just dump it all on you at once. What we're going to do, this is how we're going to approach the book of Revelation. At the beginning, I'm going to do a mini-series within this series to do a few shows that will give you an overview of the book and some very valuable keys for understanding the book of Revelation. In other words, we're going to look at the forest and some characteristics of it, and we'll take one or two of those characteristics in this mini-series as we overview the book of Revelation. But today, I want to focus on what you might call the big key for interpreting the book of Revelation, and it's also the missing key very often for interpreting the book of Revelation. In other words, we need something like a lock needs a key to open it and reveal its contents, and that's what the apocalypse is, another name for the book of Revelation. It's an unveiling. So what's the key? Well, this isn't a key, but just kind of thinking back to the late 60s and 70s, during the hippie time, people thought, well, you know, you get high on marijuana, and then you read the book of Revelation, you can understand perfectly what's going on. Well, they imagined that their hallucinations were interpretations. I don't recommend that method. But let me give you the average prophecy TV show that you might find on television from the folks in the Rapture at Any Moment uh, School of Biblical Prophecy, and probably the show that comes to my mind that characterizes this method. In other words, everybody needs a key to unlock the book. What's the key? It's the prophecy show featuring Dr. Jack Van Impey. And here's how the show works. Uh, his wife, Roxella, reads a news clipping from a magazine, the internet, or a newspaper, or whatever, and then she flips it over to Jack, and he rattles off uh, a dozen or so Bible verses. In other words, the newspaper, the current events, are the key to unlocking the biblical prophecy scriptures. Now, that's what's very frequently done, and uh, I know many Catholics are watching these because they're not getting teaching in biblical prophecy, so they're turning to these types of teachers, and they're all over the airwaves. One of the reasons I do Luke 21 radio is because I don't believe the newspaper is the key for interpreting the book of Revelation. Now, there's no question that the book of Revelation is unique. Everybody seems to know that. And many, if not most Christians, would say that the imagery in the book of Revelation is mystifying, confusing, whatever. But I'm going to make a rather bold claim. Even with recognizing that many just experience bewilderment trying to understand this book, I'm going to make the claim that the book of Revelation was understood by the seven churches who initially received it. In fact, I just came across a world-recognized scripture scholar who said that the book of Revelation was relatively easy to understand by the seven churches in Asia Minor who initially received it. These seven churches were in a portion of what the country we call today, Turkey. Okay. Now, why would they be able to understand the book of Revelation when we have such a difficult time? And here's the answer. They were quite familiar with Old Testament prophetic imagery, and what separates ourselves, or at least many of us, from these first century Christians receiving the book of Revelation from St. John was that they were so familiar with the Old Testament imagery that they got it. I'd like to read a quote for you from a Dr. G.K. Beale, B-E-A-L-E. He is an evangelical world expert on how the New Testament uses the Old Testament. That's his specialty. And here's what he says, quote, no other book of the New Testament is as permeated with the Old Testament as is revelation. Although its author seldom quotes the Old Testament directly, allusions and echoes are found in almost every verse of the book. The imagery— That's what confuses us. The imagery is drawn almost exclusively from the Old Testament. So what makes the book of Revelation so unique from the other books of the New Testament? Well, the book of Revelation has more references or at least allusions to the Old Testament than any other New Testament book. And sometimes St. John will even have two Old Testament references or allusions in a single verse. He's combining them, and there how many are there? It's very difficult to say, and here's why. If you read, for instance, the um, Gospel according to St. Matthew, you look in, uh, I think it's Matthew chapter 3, John the Baptist is on the way, and Matthew will say, and according to the prophet Isaiah, and then he'll have, you know, quote, a quote from Isaiah the prophet. Well, St. John doesn't do that. He doesn't like do the formal quotations, like if you were a student at, in school or university, or it's not a pull quote. It's embedded right within his own thoughts. St. John. This is really an insight into the author of the book. And really, if you want to understand a book, you want to know a little bit what makes the author tick. What makes St. John tick? It's the Old Testament. This is part of his own thought processes, and so when he sees a vision, he puts it in the words of the Old Testament prophets, and it's not a a repetition, necessarily, of the Old Testament prophets. It's taking their imagery, bringing it forward into the Old Testament, and showing how it applies now in an even more glorious form, or perhaps its final fulfillment form in the New Covenant. That's what's going on in the book of Revelation. How many times? Well, it's all over the place, how many references. Like, there are two rather standard Greek New Testaments And in the Greek New Testaments, they will count the number of times the Old Testament is either referred to through indirect allusions or citations by the book of Revelation. And one of the Greek New Testaments say there are 394 of these in the book of Revelation. And another Greek New Testament says, no, 635. In any case, the book of Revelation is loaded, loaded with the Old Testament And the imagery, which drives most people nuts trying to understand what it's talking about, it comes from the Old Testament, so you have to pull that in. And roughly half the references in the book of Revelation, you can narrow it down, come from the Psalms, Isaiah, Ezekiel, and Daniel. Now, how can you, listening to me right now, get a hold of this? Well, There are two study Bibles that I recommend if you want to follow me as we go through the book of Revelation. One is the Navarre Study Bible, and there's an individual uh, volume on the book of Revelation, or you can get a whole New Testament together. But in the Navarre Bible, on the outside margins of each page, there are cross-references to other scriptures. So if you want to see, like I'm looking right now at Revelation chapter 5, And I see cross-references to the Psalms, to Exodus, to Isaiah, and other portions in the New Testament. So, this is a very good tool. And then the Ignatius Catholic Study Bible has a section, usually about in the middle or about two-thirds way down the page, with, again, a whole number of Old Testament references that are basically being talked about in that chapter of the book of Revelation. So, those two sources will give you a great key. And of course, I'll be bringing you tons of these as we go through the book. I'd like to close with giving you one example how the Old Testament can help you interpret the book of Revelation. In fact, just one example, there's a huge chunk, so to speak, of the book of Revelation that's taken up with three sets of judgments called the seven seals, chapter six through the beginning of chapter eight, then the seven trumpets judgments from chapter eight to the end of chapter 11, and then the seven bull judgments, chapters 15 and 16. This is a big portion of the central teaching of the judgments coming on the earth in the book of Revelation. And here's what's often confusing, that there seems to be a frequent overlap between the seals, trumpets, and bulls yet there's an intensification. Now, how does this work? Simple. You go to the book of Leviticus, right? You've had your devotions there recently, haven't you? No, everybody skips Leviticus. But in Leviticus chapter 26, verses 18 through 28, we find the explanation for the multiple series of sevenfold judgments that intensify if repentance is not forthcoming. God says in Leviticus 26, 14, if you do not hearken to me and do all my commandments, if you spurn my statutes, well, I'll do this to you. I'll appoint over you sudden terror, consumption, fever. Uh, you shall sow your seed in vain to be economic problems. And then in verse 18, he says, if in spite of this, you do not hearken to me, then I will chastise you again sevenfold for your sins. I will break the pride of your power. And then even more things go bad. There's no economic increase. Um, God sends more problems. And then verse 21, if you keep walking contrary to me, I will bring more plagues on you, sevenfold as many as your sins. And then he says, if by this discipline, and this is what it is, this is God trying to bring this chaotic, godless world back to himself. If by this discipline you are not turned to me, Then I will walk contrary to you, and I myself will smite you sevenfold for your sins, and bring the sword, pestilence, and break your staff of bread. This is what's discussed in the book of Revelation. It's nothing new. This is the process of discipline on a godless world that God uses to bring them back to him. That's the seals, the trumpets, and the bowls from one chapter of the Old Testament. And that's just uh, to whet your appetite for as we explore the book of Revelation together. I'm Steve Wood, your host. You've been listening to episode 56 of Luke 21 Radio.